everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined back once again from her closet by the one and only Miss Carrie Duber. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. And you were in your closet last time. So I was secretly hoping you were going to be there again. Yeah, I'm always kind of like hiding in here. It's it has, you know, deadbolts. Of course, there's a combination that people can get in, but it takes a lot of, you know, they have to like think about it. So usually I just like deadbolt myself in here and then, you know, I'm on my own. There are so many worse places that you could be talking to me from. And, you know, right? I yeah. would ask if you've left that closet since we last spoke, but I know you have. Now, <laughs> I have, I have. Been, I've been to 55 countries in all seven continents. Now, I rarely Look meet somebody that I'm like, this person is rivaling me when it comes to travel. But, like, you are doing it right. Like, your IG, for anyone who's uh, not following it, it's like you have been in so many great places. Thank you. Yeah, we love to travel. You know, I mean, we work hard, play hard. We're always, you know, when we're home, we're just working, 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 just so that we can go do all those fun things, right? So we can go travel, go see the world. I mean, I think it's such a, I think that that's my favorite thing to do, truly. It's just go see other people, how they live and share their lives. It's interesting. Do you have a favorite place that you've been? And do you have a favorite food country that you've been to? Mm. I mean, a favorite place. I mean, I always go back to Switzerland. We love it. You know, we go there every year. It's like family. We have so many friends there that we just go and see and which makes it like kind of like a home away from home. Um, As far as food, I mean, oh gosh, that's tough. It's because I, I love Middle Eastern food. I'm not going to lie. Like that is one of my favorites. Um, so, but also I love French, you know, like going to Paris and, you know, going to like Ellen Cost, you know, all the fun, amazing Michelin chefs. So it's hard because I mean, we also obviously travel to eat as well. And Switzerland has some really great Michelin restaurants as well. Really? They really do. It's weird. Like I've yeah. been to Antarctica, but I have yet to be to Switzerland. Like I have weird places. I just haven't really. Been. Yeah. You I would have love- to go. You have to go, but I have not been to Antarctica. So that's you, on my list. You guys would probably like it. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm kind of rough and tumble when I travel. Like, I mean, I yeah. like to stay at nice places, but you know, if you're yeah. going to Antarctica, there's no choice. Like you got to be rough right. and tumble. Right people think I'm not that type. I am when I travel, just not when I'm here in the city, but you, you should put that on your list. I'm the same way. Like I'll go and, you know, I mean, we, one year we did the hot route. We, we hiked from Chamonix, France to Sermont, Switzerland. It was 12 nights wow. um, staying in huts and like, you know, little, little hotel things along the way. Like, so I that way too. People don't realize that. Yeah. People like put you in a box. They're like, Oh, you don't do that. Yeah, no, I can be a total tomboy. I'm a big that's, skier too. That's how I am. Yeah. Well, it's the end of an era, Carrie, isn't it? I know. Isn't that crazy? It's over. It is over. Now, where were you when you heard this news? I was at work actually um, and got a call and I was like, really? Are you sure? I, is it really? Carrie Birdingham actually called me and was like, hey. And I was like, no way. And she was like, yeah. It's canceled. And I mean, I, you know, I, I, to be honest, I haven't been, obviously I haven't been not involved in it. I've been doing my own thing and working and all that. So 
you know, they said that it had been really rough and really rough going. And this season they're like, you know, talking to my former castmates, they're like, I don't see how it could even come back just because it got so dirty and so gross and just, you know, there was no, no growth. I don't think between the cast members. I mean, that's the thing. Like, were you shocked or, I mean, cause I wasn't so shocked. Not really. I mean, I mean, but I mean, again, I haven't been watching it, but I kind of thought, well, maybe they'll revamp it. Like maybe they would just do a complete cast revamp. You know, that was what I, I thought was a potential thing that could happen. And I mean, I guess they just couldn't do it. You know, it's just too difficult. You didn't watch it at all after you left in season three? I didn't even watch four when I was a friend. Wow. Mm-mm. No, I just couldn't. I, you know, I think, and I, I talked to Stephanie about this the other day. I think it's really hard when you put so much effort into something and then you're not part of it again anymore and you don't have any control over it and you, the direction that it's going, you know, you don't know, <clears throat> you know, it was just too hard. I just couldn't do it. Like I would have been like pissed off or, you know, like I couldn't contribute to it. And it was something that I felt like I, I had gotten off the ground and helped you know, being one of the OGs. And so I just never watched it. Cause I was like, eh, I'm just going to get pissed and I'm not going to, you know, there's no, no upside. That is totally understandable. I don't think I yeah. would have been able to watch it either. Like you're right there and it's yeah. in your backyard and you were just yeah. on it and now you're not, it's a little weird. Yeah. I mean, you kind of like get those, you get like those icky things and it's like, you know, am I angry? Am I jealous? Am I, you know, I'm not there in it, but then I, again, I don't want to be, but I do. It's like, you know, it's like a bad breakup. Like you're like, Oh, I really loved him, but he was a total dick. I mean, that's, that's housewives in a nutshell when you're not on it anymore. It's like, Oh, I, you know, I kind of would like to see him again. And it's probably like a breakup. Like if you really leave on every term of your own and you're like, no, this is over like goodbye. Right. I decided yeah. this a week ago and Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just telling you now. Right. But you know, with housewives, it's never on every term of your own. Right. I mean, you know, Mark, Mark had a hissy fit and essentially quit after season two. So that's, you know, that's why, and I don't blame him. You know, I don't, I don't blame him one bit. I'm like, you know what? I get it, babe. It's too much. I get it. You got your ass kicked and you know, he's like, I am not here for this. So for a short period on the show, Mark got his ass kicked. He did. He did. Yes. Yeah. Season one and two. And three, they took a break. What do you he was th- like, I fucking quit. <laughs> I mean, he was like, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to do this yeah, again. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> but at least he was smart to understand, like, no, nothing will be different. No matter what you're told, right. it will be the yeah. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, no. Yeah. You know, first time, what is it? First time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. And he's kind of like, he was like, all right, you know, he's a smart man. He figured it out pretty quickly. He's like, I'm out of well, here. But I mean, you know, I've got to say, I mean, I wouldn't take the experience back and, and neither would he, you know, I mean, we're both glad that we did it. I mean, I think, you know, we're both very educated people and, and it probably wouldn't be something that we ever would have thought that we would have done. You know, we, we have a lot of obviously professional accomplishments and, you know, that was something we never thought we would have. So, I mean, it's cool. And it helped a lot, you know, for our, for our professional, you know, our, our, our business. So. I could see that. Like, what do you think mm-hmm. went wrong this past season? Like, even though you don't watch it, I know that you are friends. Yeah, with I mean, much I talked everyone. to the girls. 
pretty much everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that they just came to a standstill and I think they just couldn't find common ground. I think it's like this big cancel culture era. And I think that's tough. And I think, um, you know, I think it's like, if you, if the characters aren't evolving and they aren't like you have conflict, conflict, resolution, conflict, conflict, resolution, if you're not getting boring to watch and, and then you never learn anything about yourself. You know, if I hadn't resolved a lot of the conflict I had, I, I would have been, first of all, I wouldn't have had any friends on the show. <laughs> and second of all, I wouldn't have, you know, grown as a person, learned so much about myself. If you can't like eat crow and, and sit there and be like, you know what? I effed up. Then there, there's, what's the point? What are we doing? You know, like if you get in a conflict, you have to, you have to resolve it or you're just, you know, not growing and the show's not growing and it just comes to a dead halt. Do you think it was in part either A, because there was like less OGs on the show or B, do you yeah. think it was, you do? I think it was less OGs. I think, you know, and I'm not saying it's, it's not because I, I, I wasn't on there. You know, of course, yeah. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, it's because of me. You know, I was fucking fantastic. I mean, I was, but that is not why the show failed. I think the show failed. The, the role that I played because every, you know, there's a formula, right? And so that you're put into those roles and those are already pre-decided before, you know, anything, you know, you know how it is or storyboarding, whatever. There was not a bridge. There wasn't like a common denominator that was really friends with everyone. And that's kind of the role that I played throughout. I think Stephanie played that to an extent too, but I feel like I probably had a little bit less loyalties as far as you know, I was pretty good friends with everybody. And when the first, when the show first started, I was, you know, I didn't really know anyone. And so I came in, you know, it was five girls and all the two and two and, and me, you know, and that was it. And I'm like, you know, I, I, it was, I was pretty good about just being even keel and understanding other people's points of view, not just like- putting my own feelings on it. Do you think it had anything to do with like Dallas, you know, like we have New York and we have like Los Angeles, like, or do you think the Mm -hmm. city didn't really have anything to do with it? I don't think the city had anything to do with it. I do think it's harder to, you know, get crews and, you know, all that out here. We're further from a coast, but I don't think that anything to do with it. Dallas, I think is a great place actually to shoot a show because I mean, even especially in the time of COVID and that era, you know, we all have pretty big backyards and a lot of land. Like I can't imagine how hard that was in New York. So I, I don't think it had to do with the city. I think it was casting completely. You think it was casting? Absolutely. Do you think like, just from your time on the show, like watching it, like, do you think it portrayed like Dallas women accurately? No, not really. I, I think that, you know, obviously there's a lot of different subsets in Dallas. There's a lot of different circles of friends, but I wouldn't say that it really portrayed my regular circle of friends that I had prior to the show and that I have after. I mean, I'm still friends with all the girls and, you know, we all live very different lives in Dallas, I think, you know, mine being very different than everyone else's. Well, you, you know, I mean, I'm at work constantly, you know, and I'm running a huge business and, you know, I'm, I'm, I live in a very different environment, I think. Do you think like, and I don't have, these are not leading questions. These are real questions. Yeah, I know. Do you think, you know, like Deandra talked about this the most and Cam, you know, a little bit, you know, like the society name, like the Simmons name, the Westcott name. Do you think that would have changed the show if we had like these? I mean, what are you, a Kennedy? I mean, I I mean, unless- I'm just asking. (laughs) But 
I'm just saying like what they're not, I'm just saying like, it's not that level of society here. I mean, Dallas has definitely has, you know, people who are, you know, hang out together and have a society deal and whatever. And I definitely have friends in those circles. I kind of float in all of them. Um, but I, I think that that, I, in my mind, I thought that was really a silly deal just because I'm like, really, it's Deandra being so self-important and delusional. Do you know what I mean? In her head to think that she's such a big deal. And I mean, I think the real Simmons side of the family would not really appreciate the use of that name in what general. If, <laughs> fair enough. What about, see, this is why I love you because you just speak. I mean, I'm honest. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think she's on great terms with like the, the people who have the, you know, who I think created that whole, you know, empire. Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but I just speak the truth. You know? Do you think that other than the cast not having these like natural connections last season, like, do you mm -hmm. think it was like any one particular person was like miscast? Like this person just isn't like, they're not bringing it or they're boring or just, they're not a housewife. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I mean, I think, I think they all contributed. I think again, it goes back to the formula. And if the formula, the formula is not always right. If you're not getting every bit and bit and piece, Correct. And I think it really, you needed somebody to go in there who's a real, like a realist and be like, look, you're being fucking dumb. Shut up. Go sit in your corner, take a time out, suck on this lollipop and then come back, you know? And like, they didn't have that. It so was like, I think it was just kind of a myth. It was like two segregated camps almost. Yeah. Yeah. And it can't be that segregated. Like it can't be this team and this team. And it is to an extent, like people treat like housewives when they're in this, I swear to God, like I always was like, do you guys, is this like survivors some shit? Like I, that's not what I signed up for. Like, I thought we were going to like be friends. We're going to like hang out, we're gonna have some cocktails and like have dinner, you know, and I'm going to go to work and like, you know, do my normal thing. And not at all what you really sign up for. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, what's, what, what's happening? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash velvet robe. Listen, life is full of stress. It doesn't matter who you are or where you are. Life is stressful. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress level is high, like mine, your temper is shorter than usual, like mine, or even if you're starting to feel strained in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload, unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased and who's not going to judge you or take sides. If there's stuff you can't tell your friends or family, this is the place to do it. Better help is customized online therapy that offers video phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera 
if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain for it. Try it out. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Behind the Velvet Rope listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. That's B. E T T E R H E L P dot com slash velvet rope. Betterhealth.com slash velvet rope. Did you did that happen really early? Like where you're like, oh, this isn't all fun and games. Like this is everyone- oh, night one. I had a com- night one, I had a complete panic attack meltdown. Night like- one. Season one, night one, filmed at my house. It was like a easy scene but it was like with my stepson and my husband and I mean I had a complete like panic attack meltdown like oh my god do I do the right thing for my family you know like one of those but I mean now I'm like I'm so again I'm so glad I did it but it's like I didn't I don't think I realized exactly what it was I don't think you really do until you're in it but I mean it's it's a it's a weird animal do you have any, uh, to that point, like you're happy you did, do you have any regrets? Mm-hmm. Just like, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't say that. Not really. Like, I, you know, I, re- I have very few regrets in life because I feel like, you know, regrets just mean that uh, I think that you really like, I embrace it because it's a learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying the other day, like I, I am such a better manager and I'm not as much of a people pleaser anymore. I'm like no shit boss. I mean, I sit there when I have issues with my staff and I sit them down and I'm not scared to do that. And I feel like I took that away from like sitting there at those reunions and being like, okay, you know, you said this, you said this, you did that. And I may do that at work. I'm like, okay, so what's happening, you know? And then it, it really, so it made me grow as a person. And I mean, of course, everybody screws something up here and there, but I got out with my integrity and hmm, that's the best you can hope for. It helped you run your business. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like it helps you learn as a business person. Like I'm like, oh, my takeaway is I know how to handle people and manage people. See, that's a positive aspect of it. Yeah. Do you have a high? Like if you don't have like any regrets, do you have any like one thing that was like the best memory or? Um, I will say, well, I, w- I will say one regret. <laughs> there might be one. Okay. One regret I will say it's season I I think I should have just like not come to anything I feel like it just wasn't a good vibe it was really weird it was weird for me it was weird for everyone and I went to this and I, I think it aired a little bit of it but not the full deal so I went to this happy hour with all the girls it was like on a rooftop and it was like after a wedding shower that Cam threw for Liam and it was like the worst case scenario like everybody was super pretty much everybody was really really mean to me and I was already like kind of feeling weird because like when you get demoted and you're a friend you're like hi you know you you feel a little like okay well maybe I didn't do my job or whatever and and mine was related obviously kind of to Mark and all that but still you still can't help but feel that way and I walked in and Deandra was such, she was so horrible to me. It was so embarrassing. Like she screamed at me. She was like, 
you need to get down on your hands and knees and beg for my forgiveness. And I was like, girl, I don't get on my hands and knees for anybody but my husband. And this is all filmed, okay? None of it aired. So sad because it was it was really great. So I, my regret is that that didn't air. But I was so embarrassed, like not even just in front of my castmates, but like the crew, everybody, I was like mortified. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. It was, it was like really bad. So I was really mad that I even showed up for that. Like I kind of had a gut feeling before it that I shouldn't go. And I should have listened to that. Do you think you should have? Cause I've heard this from other people. I do think you should have just not been a friend of like in retrospect. Yeah, just- I think probably in retrospect. I mean, it didn't hurt me to be honest. So I, it didn't hurt me. So I, I just think I shouldn't, you know, it's hard. It's hard. That, that I should not have gone to that event. I should have listened to myself and listened to my gut on that. Cause I knew, I knew something bad was going to happen and there was going to be some conflict, but it was just so gross and like embarrassing. So embarrassing, like embarrassing for everyone. I was like, Oh my God, like, <laughs> you not so embarrassed. Like I, I can't, I couldn't even just in a, a grown woman behaving that way. And, and all these grown women sitting there, being okay with it or just being like, whatever, didn't know what to do. I think Leanne had my back on it, but I mean, if she was getting, you know, railroad too. And then the cast and crew, like, I'm like, is no one just sitting here? Like, Oh my God. Is this really happening? Yeah. So embarrassing. Well, to stick with your analogy, when you say embarrassing, so this is what it's like then it's like when you break up with someone and then you like sleep with them for like months, even though you're broken up. Yes. And you know, it's yeah, not and then, a like, good walk idea. Right. You're like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Mm. That's what, that's what that bad move. You just you're right. Clean breaks, yeah. people clean breaks, clean breaks. <laughs> who, who have you heard from that? Like seemed the saddest. I mean, I, I know a lot of them too. Um, I haven't really oh, spoken you mean to them. That it hasn't. Yeah. Like between like Stephanie I mean, and Brandy, like who seems legitimately the saddest feel to like, you? Mm. I haven't talked to Brandy. We've just been texting. So I haven't gotten a vibe off of her. Um, Stephanie was fine. She actually said she was, she was relieved um, just because she didn't know how, I guess, after last season, how it was going to continue and where it was going to go and just that it wasn't going in a direction that she felt comfortable with. Um, and I think Cam was just kind of like, whatever, kind of in shock. I haven't really talked to her much about it. And Carrie was just like, mm. you know, meh. 
that's the rumor that certain people felt relieved as much as some people felt sad. Some people felt relieved. Mm -hmm. Which I don't blame her. I mean, I think, you know, I would have felt if I was in that same situation, it's just a little scary, you know? Well, I mean, the rumors were that Deandra and Tiffany and Cam were coming back and nobody else was. That was the strong rumor. Who was it? Deandra, Tiffany, and who? Cam. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie. Yeah, Brandy. but then it's like, then how is it? Yeah, yeah, I just don't see how that would work. Because then, it, I mean, Cam and Tiffany just like got nowhere. They just got up shit creek and they never got out of it. Never what? found the, never found the way out. So they I never, know, I mean, where are they going to go? Well, that was some, that's the other rumor that they started like testing like Lizzie Savetsky and Madeline Lamb and mm-hmm. Manisha Dellinger. I know Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. I know Lizzie did. Yeah. But I mean, I think it just, you know, they couldn't find, obviously they tried. I mean, they, they went through casting for sure. Um, and they, they tested a lot of people and I think they just couldn't find the right fit. I think they just couldn't figure out a way out of it I mean I think it's really tricky to cast these shows I mean think of how much goes into it and how people have to think and you've got to really like psychoanalyze these people before you cast them and figure out how they're kind of going to react to this that and the other I mean it's a lot a lot goes into it it's hard and it's hard when like you look at certain people who are cast and you're like right away you're like this is such a bad choice how and I'm not criticizing Bravo you're just like but there's a right. line out the door for these jobs. Like how out of every person you saw, yeah. this yeah. is your choice. It's such, it's and so off. I, yeah, I, I think so too. And I mean, like a line out the door for these jobs, I can't, I like, I think it's better. And I go back to like, when you have the OGs and stuff, like I, we didn't even know it was housewives in the beginning. And, you know, I assume that that's what it was going to be, but I don't know. I think you get in trouble when you start casting people who are like, I just want to be on this because I want to be a housewife and the, all that and the fame. And blah, blah, blah. I mean, then it turns into, I mean, they're just acting and it's not their real life. And I mean, I just think it gets, I think that really gets it sideways too. That's, that's my personal opinion, just having been in it. And just, I feel like kind of newer people can be like, you know, I sketch. agree. I think that's yeah. the problem. It's like you want to be on TV more than you're really a natural person who is just discovered. Right. And what makes a good show is people being themselves and not being on there to be like, oh, I want to go and watch what happens live and I just want to dress up and I just want to be this under the housewife. Like that, that shit is boring to watch for the viewer, I think. Like I, but I mean, I'm a different subset too. Like, you know, there's different, obviously different, you know, things that they look for in their viewers and that kind of thing. I'm probably a different viewer than, you know, Joe Schmo down the road, but that's like, in my opinion, and what I want to see, I want to see real. I want to see real. Yeah. Do you think, cause listen, the ratings weren't great ever. But uh, they ended. Uh, Do you think, I mean, that is truly the reason it was canceled. Just the ratings period, the end. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, I, those ratings, like those Nielsen ratings from a million years ago, I don't even know if they know what they're looking at with all that. I mean, I obviously do not work for NBC. I have no idea what those execs are seeing in those in those numbers. I'm sure they have a, a pretty good idea, though. I think, yeah, I think the ratings were crap. And I think that, again, and I think they could not move forward. I think it was a casting problem. I think they couldn't figure out how to get 
it back on track. I just don't think like one minor change would have done it. And I think it was too hard to figure out. I, I think they just didn't have the right pool of people too. And probably couldn't figure out who to fire and who to keep. And like the group just wasn't gelling and they're just like, we see the writing on the wall and the ratings are not great. So, I mean, that's not so. Well, like, you know, it, it, it sucks because like, I mean, I'm friends, you know, Cam, Stephanie, Brandy, Carrie, you know, like we all talk and all chat and it's like, you know, I can see how that would be a good show, but it's like, then you have the other team or whatever that just, they can't, they just can't meet in the middle, which is just sucks and it's stupid. Do you think by casting Tiffany, like, do you know Tiffany? Like, do you think she's kind of the one who um, divided this group? It sounds like it. Now, I don't, I don't know because I was not there and I did not watch it. The only time I have talked to Tiffany at an event and um, I called her before the reunion and was like, hey, girl, what's going on? Because my friend is real, is real upset, you know, Pam. And I was like, you need to. And she was like, oh, it's going to be fine. I'm going to go to the reunion. It's going to be fine. And, you know, I, we're going to make up and that kind of thing. I was like, well, good, because that's what needs to happen. You guys need to have forward progress. And apparently that's not what happened. So I don't know. I mean, I talked to her. She seemed nice to me. She was lovely to me. But that's what the girl said, is that she can kind of be really nice and then just, just fly up the handle or be completely different than what you thought. But that's just hearsay. That is not my, my experience was just speaking to her and she seemed nice. But I don't think she really took my advice. Well, no. Having watched the reunion, <laughs> I don't think she took your advice. Yeah. But it sounds like she well was received your phone call, which that's something. I mean, she could have oh, been yeah. like, no, I think she respects me. I mean, we're both in the medical community. I mean, she's a physician, you know, at a, a different, you know, hospital or whatever. I mean, I, I would think that she would respect my opinion being another educated individual. Cause I think that she, you know, she's a physician and, a, you know, is, educated and all of that. And I think that a lot of times physicians will do better when they're talking to somebody else who's educated in a similar manner. But I just, I don't know. I talk to so many people on this show that when I run into someone or have them back on the show and they remember my name, I'm always blown away. It's the little details. And when it comes to sheets, the only place I turn is bowl and branch. Why? Because they pay attention to the little details. Bowl and Branch was formed by a husband and wife team that set out to give sleepers more choices for high quality sheets at a fair price. And boy, did they ever accomplish that. What I love is the variety of colors. I chose the pewter mainly because it goes best with my apartment. The sheets are so elegant. They look and feel so sophisticated, but the price is so reasonable. That's why I chose them. They're hundred percent organic cotton. They are made toxin free. And what I love is they get softer with every wash sheets that look high end, sophisticated and elegant, but are affordable. Sign me up. And that is why I did sign up. These are the only sheets I will now use. And you guys need to check this out. So listen, you can try them worry free for 30 nights with free shipping and returns to experience the best sheets you've ever felt, choose Bowling Branch. And because you're listening to this podcast, you get an exclusive 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code VELVET at BowlingBranch.com. That's Bowling Branch, B-O-L-L. 
and B-R-A-N-C-H.com promo code velvet. I think um, it gone too far and, and, and it continued. The thing is, is like, they didn't shut up even like on the Twitter, on the, no. on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the IG, on the, all the things. It just <clears throat> word vomit. It was word vomit. Bad. Do you, so right. I mean, it could be ratings. It could be that people didn't get along and it wasn't gelling. Do you think it has anything to do with like, okay, the New York ratings are so low this season and it's because they're having these issues just on everything, politics and race. Like, you know, there's this whole claim mm. that New York is rated so low because no one wants, we don't even have to say race, just any serious issue on the house. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the reunion kind of ended yeah. with the serious issues. It did it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, again, it goes back to like, I want to see something at the end of the day after I've worked my ass off at work, just as a consumer, as a person who is a normal working person in society. I, and having been on the inside, I think it's very interesting for me. And my perspective is when I come home from work, I want to watch something that's lighthearted, that's funny, that's fun, entertaining. And I mean, I don't really want to hear about politics and with, with, and with all the, the major things going on in the world right now, I think it's nice to have something that's, you know, sure. You could have little arguments here and there, you know, like Cam and I did. She's like, don't point at me. You know I mean? Cool. That's enough. It doesn't need to be these, to, in my mind, it doesn't need to be these deep seated, horrible things where it almost seems like people are just out to get each other and out to, you know, just ruin, ruin their lives. And I mean, it, it's just, it's tough. I mean, right. I, I don't think I'd want to be on TV right now. Just, it's just really the environment to me especially on these housewife shows, you know, like when Mark was on it, it was the gay thing, right? Somebody's husband in every franchise was gay. <laughs> like you can find them, right? That is that usually like, what they say. Right. That was one of the things they're like, oh, let's make this one gay this year. Let's make, you know, and that got tired. You totally. know, because there was like, okay, we're bored of here. We're all gay. Like, let's move fine. on people. Right. Yeah. We're all gay. The like, whole all, world is gay. Like, yes. Like, whatever. Okay, so I feel like we got to a, a better place with that where people are like, okay, this is done. We don't want to hear about it. But now we're into this whole other deal. And I'm just like, ah, ah. I don't know. I mean, that's I just know. where I my mind think- goes. Like, because of New York and the ratings are yeah. low, they're like, Dallas is low. And now we, we ended on these issues of race and serious was politics. New York, and- what was New York's thing? Was it political or? Well, they're having the worst. I don't think it's such a bad season, but they're saying all the critics like people that watch are saying Uh we're not going to watch because it is politics and race and like educating like they're having these discussions about race and like okay they're important discussions but the viewers are saying like we just don't want to see this we just aren't interested we're not I think those are important discussions I do think they're important discussions and I think that they're warranted but I think that you know I think that it's important to educate people right so like I'm all for that like I think people come from all different parts of the world, you know, like you travel a ton. So you get other people's cultures, religious beliefs, those kind of things, political views, all those things that I think it's important to educate people, but you can do that in a way that is, is a little bit classier and a little bit more, you know, I think entertaining and, and, and then feather in like feather in some of the stuff that's like 
funny and, and like have both, like have an educated conversation with somebody and, you know, talk to them about everything, but then like feather in some comedy. It can't just be all one or the other. That makes sense. I agree. I mean, I just wonder, because like you said, it did get ugly on Twitter, like, especially between like Tiffany and Mm -hmm. Cam. I wonder if now they both are like, oh my God, we take it back. We regret it because our common goal was to keep this show going. I I wonder that. I don't think either would probably say that. I I do think that they both should have just stopped. And you know what? Everybody has an opinion and that kind of thing. These things blow over. But if you make it continue, then it, it, it won't. And it just makes it worse. And then people say things, they get taken out of context, and then it's a complete disaster. Um, so it's just, it's tough. It's tough. But I, I do think had they chilled out on the Twitter, it might have been better. I always say this. It's like, you don't get paid extra. Like, I don't understand it. No! Like, you're paid. Bravo you get money taken care. away. You get money taken away. Because they give bonuses for not being a dickhead on social media. Like, you get a bonus. Like, you get a good behavior bonus. Which, I'm like, whatever. I never got a dollar taken away from a good behavior bonus. Surprise! I mean, because I'm like, why Why would? Why am I going to attack somebody? Even it, I've always been the school of thought. And I mean, this is why they cast different people, right? Because it's not entertaining if we all think one way. But I've never seen the value of attacking somebody on social media. I don't, I think it makes you look bad. I think it's not a classy thing to do. I think it's just gross. And that's my opinion. I'm the same way. I respond with a very kind comment if someone comes for me. I'm just like, me too. I'm like, okay, have have an amazing day. I really hope your day gets better and whatever shit show your life is, I hope it clears up. That's like, you know, I I hope you, uh, yeah. I hope you, you know, get over it and move on and have a better life. And well, I, I just think that's what they needed. But it was too far so gone, too. you know. I think it was I mean, too far gone. I, think, I just think yeah. they're probably sorry now because they both want this show probably yeah. to continue. Yeah, I mean, I would think. I don't know if Cam was once, you know. I, I, I would think Tiffany really wanted it too because she was only on it one season. And I think, you know, she, I think, when I spoke with her, enjoyed being a physician, but really wanted to be on reality TV. And so, you know, I'm sure that I think if had they, you know, had it been handled differently, you know, maybe they'd be, she'd be on more than one season. I think so. Well, mm-hmm. one of the positive things for you that came out is that you have all these friends from the show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Really all except for Deandra. Do you think you and Deandra yeah. would ever be friends? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, there's just not really an upside. You know, I knew her back in the day. And I mean, she even came to my wedding reception and, and her and her mom. And, you know, I was always nice. But at one point in our friendship, I kind of realized that she was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I kind of like did the moonwalk away. I was like, okay, homegirl's nuts. And, you know, you have all of those friends and you're like, okay, well, you know, she's nutty as toucan, but, you know, we'll hang out and have dinner cocktails for sometimes. And then, um, yeah, she just lost her shit. So I just don't, <laughs> I mean, I just don't think there's a point after how she treated me and it was so embarrassing for her and for me. So I just, yeah. And if you just happened to be at an event, Starbucks and came face to face with her, would you mm-hmm. say anything? No, I mean, you know, again, I'd be like, hope you have a pleasant day and your life gets better. 
I mean, you know what I mean? Like, again, there's no reason to be mean. There's no reason to be, be, I'm just honest. I've always been that way. I've always been very honest. And sometimes that pisses people off. You know, I've always been brutally honest. And I think, you know, I would just be like, you know, hope life gets better for you because obviously it isn't good the way you treat, when you treat somebody really poorly and are really, really mean to people. I personally think that it's, you know, you have your insecurity of something going on in your life that's making you feel that way. And I really do truly hope that she figures out, figures that out and, you know, becomes a better person. And, you know, maybe then, you know, we'll see, but anytime soon. So never say never, but no time soon. Never say never. You know, I didn't think I'd ever be friends with Leanne again. And, you know, we're fine. You are fine. I know. Well, speaking of Mm -hmm. Leanne, you know, you don't want to take all the credit. You're so humble earlier in our chat here that you don't want to say it's because you're gone, but not in so many words, Leanne did say, you all want to try to do it without me. Go right ahead. Do it without me. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think that was a big reason why the ratings went down? Like, do you think it was the absence of Leanne? Well, I I think it was, I think the show was evolving. I think Leanne was great TV. I do feel like it's hard to have a housewife show though, when someone does think that they're carrying the whole show. Um, Because then it becomes less of a, a a group cast and more of a look at me, look at me. Like you could see, like when everybody posted for housewives, like being over, you know, I posted, you know, our first commercial and like staff and Cam, you know, they all posted pictures of all of us and Leanne posted a picture of her and Rich. And like, I think that that, it doesn't mean anything bad on her. I just think that that's how she is. She's very much like I am the one who, you know, carried everything. I do think she carried a good amount. I do think she's good TV. Again, I do. But I don't think that these shows are, are carried by one person. It's, it's a cast together. It's teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. And I mean, I believe that in my practice. I believe that in Housewives. I really do. I think, and I think this year proved that is that they couldn't have a team together, a united front, a united team, a united group of women that are trying to be there for each other in some right. And I think, so that's, that's kind of the, the deal with that. I, I do think Leanne is fantastic television though. I always say the same thing. Like I, because people always ask me, are you going to miss Bethany? Are you going to miss Lisa Vanderpump? I really do think the sum of the whole is greater than its parts. Like I don't miss anyone. Like, it's just like, I loved you. Love all those people. But like it goes on. Right. It goes on and it, and it evolves hopefully. And those positions get filled. Like you said, you know, there's a bunch of girls out there, you know, want to do housewives, that kind of thing. And there's, you know, Bravo finds them and brings them in and, and fills those spots. You're not irreplaceable ever. I think that's ever. the mistake. And, and once you think you are, you're fucked because that's not how life works. I see it and, every and it, time. It doesn't make yep. any sense to me. It's like if everyone gets fired at some point, whether they're, you know, Vicky yes. or for, how do you right. think you are the one who's going to not get fired? Because you, no I, I would be the opposite. I really would. I would show up day one and be like, today's probably my last day. That's and how I was. I'm here tomorrow. That's how I was. Oh my God. You want me back exactly. for another season? Like I only like, want me to more... come back. Yeah. Yeah. That no, would be and me. That's how I was. Yeah. I was the same way. I was like, oh God, they really want me to do this again. Like what? Really? Okay. Well, great. That's fantastic. I mean, again, like you, you know, you're a smart guy. You're, you're entertaining. You're funny. So, you know, I am too. But at the end of the day, 
everybody's replaceable in life. And especially if you think you're not. The minute you think you're not, is it's like being on Survivor or Big the Brother. The minute you think you're not. Yeah. When and I'm you, telling you, everybody thinks they are on the show. They do. And that's no knock mm. towards Leanne, because I love Leanne. No. But just in general, I think everyone general, starts to think they're not replaceable. And then it's like, now it's you. Do, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you think Leanne is somewhere gloating? I haven't talked to her. I haven't heard from her. I, I mean, I don't know. Probably a little. I would guess. But at the same time, I think she's, I mean, I would think, I mean, I don't know. I can only speak for myself. I was sad that it, that it didn't continue just because I helped get it off the ground. You know, I mean, she's an OG. She should, I would think, have some of those feelings as well. I reached out to her and heard back from her, but we don't need mm-hmm. to get into, I think she's, her and I love each other dearly, but I think she knew just like, should I really say anything to David? I mean, I, everything right. is always, right, I am right. really, I am a vault. I would never, but I really yeah. feel that her response. I'm like, yeah, you just don't trust me based on this response. It was very like, yeah, you're not the yeah. least bit yeah, happy. You're not even like a little bit happy. Like you said, it was hard to go on without you. Like you really are sad. No, I- I really am. I mean, I think that, of course, there's a part of me who's like, oh, yeah, if you would have had me, right? I mean, I'm not a complete, like, doormat. I I do have, like, some faith in myself that I had some, you know, likability and ability to assist, you know, make to make the show better with the other cast. But, I, you know, again, I do not think that the show got canceled because I'm not on it. I think that it just didn't evolve. I mean, I, but I am... I am my take on it is that I'm sad because I really felt like it was a lot that went into it, but I mean, it did, it made, you know, made good TV for what, five years. So, you know, maybe it'll, you know, maybe, maybe the only, the only thing that I would, I would hope maybe is that maybe it would come back in some other format, you know, maybe in Peacock or something another time and maybe years down the road and then maybe it would be better timing and they could cast it better and, and, continue a little bit of it like they're doing with Miami do you think because you know Bravo now I guess because of Miami like let's just make a different type of statement you know they made that statement Mm -hmm. that we're going to shelve it or indefinitely whatever they said which left the door open which now people are saying the same thing peacock peacock like Like, on a mm -hmm. scale from one to ten do you what are the chances you think this show will be back in any format I don't really know how I don't know how well Peacock's doing. I don't know how their format is doing. You know, I don't really know the ins and outs of that and the economics behind it. But I mean, I, I would think that there'd be at least a 50% chance that it would come back on Peacock if, if Peacock continues to do well, um, you know, in, in maybe three years or something like that. You know, maybe something they come back and revisit and depending how the brand does. You know, like you said, like New York's struggling, um, you know, depending on how Housewives as a whole does or, or is it done, you know? I think it would take a lot for it to be completely done, but I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what the, the, you know, it's all about numbers and finance and what, what money, money coming in. So that, that'll be the, the true test. You do think, cause I talk about that all the time. Like you, do you think like this will go on forever? Cause I mean, the numbers are down no. for every franchise. Like they are. Nothing, nothing lasts forever. I, I, I think my, my guess, I mean, if I'm an executive and at Bravo, I would be, you know, working with a big team trying to figure out, you know, what's the next, 
what's the next thing that we can somehow convert this brand into? Because I think it's, you know, it's a great formula. It worked for them for so many years, but I think it's a little tired and it needs to be revamped. So I, I just don't know how, you know, how, how hard it is. Like we have Lemon Avenue and that has, you know, a, a name to it. And, you know, we're branding that in different places, but like, if you had to name it something else, does that hold, you know, because it came from that? I don't know. I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I think that's hard. It's really hard to rebrand. And to that point, I mean, okay, let's, it's, we, they kind of tried that. We had Texacanas. Yes. Yeah. And they had Ladies Of, remember? Because that's what we were named at first, Ladies of Dallas. Because we thought we were going to be like Ladies of London. And so they tried that and it didn't work. So I, I don't know. I just and think they're going to have to ride it out for <laughs> until it's dead. <laughs> they had that Connecticut show, like Queens of the Crown. It was about really Connecticut housewives that were all ex-pageant girls or some of them were still, oh, really? I forgot. It was something, something of the crown, but it really, at the end of the day, you could have just changed the name to Connecticut housewives. It was kind of the same thing and it lasted for like a minute. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think like everything comes to an end. Yeah, I do. And I think that it'd be hard to convert it into something else. Like you said, they've tried. I I think it'd be really tough. I think that Bravo, I'm sure is coming up with other brand, other shows, you know, other things. Like Andy Cohen's done an amazing job, you know, just coming up with, I mean, gosh, what, what, what kind of empire they've made with, with housewives, you know, and just so many people know what it is around the world. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a little, little sad. That's why I say, you know, I feel like it's like the beginning of the end. I could see that. Do you You think they made the right decision to table it? I don't know. I think if it were me now, again, I don't know the the numbers, but for me, I think I would try really hard to recast it and keep it going just because I think it hurts their brand. You know, just like from a business perspective, when you close a branch or you you have to close something, you know, obviously like or cancel something that I think overall hurts your brand. I do. I don't think that that's that's a really smart business move. In in general. Right. And there's ways to keep things open and just cut costs. Correct. Yeah. Or throw it on Peacock or, you know, see, see if you I mean, I just think they needed to really revamp it. And I think it just. It must have been really bad. You know, it had to have been really bad. Like it had to have been a combination of ratings, cast, like everything just had to have been in the shutter because I just don't think that that is a positive thing for, for housewife's name to cancel it because I feel like Dallas, Dallas never really got the pub that, that the other cities did. I think that it, it really struggled even in the beginning like we had that badass commercial season one i put it on my instagram like i saw it on your instagram and i screenshot it i'm like i love this amazing i don't remember that carrie at all i know i was like what the hell is this i know and so like that's why i put it on there because i was like i feel like a lot of people never saw this and like that should have been everywhere that was such an amazing commercial I, I mean, so cool. So much went into it. It was like a real deal commercial. You know, like when we shot it, it was like, holy shit, you know? And um, just like real Hollywood stuff, you know? Yeah. And then it just really wasn't around. And I'm like, it just seemed weird that they spent the money on it. And then it never came out. It was, I, I don't know. It should have been after, you know, during every housewife show, it should have been, you know, it should have just been hammered, hammered, hammered. And I don't know why it wasn't. 
it was always bizarre to me. I did think that it really Dallas got off to a really kind of a a sad start and it was a good show. I would agree with all that. Well, when your episode here comes out next week, that commercial is going to be one of your will be on your promo because I went, I screenshotted it right away. I'm like, I will sit here and record this whole thing no matter how long it it was amazing. I was like, I vaguely remember it, but then I'm like, I don't remember all the nuances of everyone. Yeah, that was odd. So I feel like it kind of, from the beginning, it wasn't one of Bravo's like favorite go-to things. And I don't know, I don't know why. Um, I just feel like they, from the start, they didn't give it a fair shot. And I think they should have. Um, because I think it was a, it was a good show and I think had it gotten more public publicity, it probably would have done better. You think that was part of it? Just that it was, all I about do like- looking back. I do just cause like it, when I did that, you know, put that on my Instagram, I was like, I feel like nobody really saw this because like people were commenting. They're like, Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, it was, came out season one. You know, that was like our big thing. And it was just kind of, eh. Because I think back then they didn't really need a new housewife show. They were just kind of like, oh, this would be interesting. We'll see if it works. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It was almost like a, a it, was like, <laughs> it was like a soft launch. It was. It was yeah. like a soft launch. Yeah. Which if you look at like what they did for Salt Lake, it was a huge launch. I mean, they I really put everything well, they, behind I, that. I think they probably learned their lesson with that, maybe. I think they thought that, you know, just having a Dallas show, people, the word would get out. I just feel like they did a horrible job with PR. I could see that being part of it. Before we switch gears for a minute and talk about plastic surgery, Mm -hmm. it was good for you. You said like, you don't regret anything. I mean, overall, do you think Housewives is good for most? Like, I mean, I think of like what Erica Jane is going through and like Jen Shaw. Well, I think, you know, probably don't be a shady person and have like a shady personal life and go on a reality TV show. I mean, to me, it seems pretty basic, Um, you know, and I think if you are shady, then, you know, you might deserve to get caught if you're doing shady things to other people. My personal opinion. Um, So I do think that it can be a good thing. I think it was a good thing for me. I think that it was hard during it, but I think it was great for our business. You know, we're on the up and up and have a great, great business, great brand, always have, always will kind of a thing. So, but I think, you know, expect to be seen if you're going to be on TV as yourself. I think so. I think if you have anything to, I always said I would hire like, you have anything to hide. You should not go on reality TV because people will, they'll find it. And for me, they're like, there wasn't much there. So they just make shit up, but it was fine. Whatever. Are you shocked at like what Erica's going through now? Like this whole thing? God, I heard somebody said there was like a whole documentary I need to go watch. I'm, you know, I met her once in um, New York. Leanne was hanging out with her and we were at like a, one of those Us Weekly parties or, you know, whatever they are. Um, and I said hi and kind of sat with her, but she was not very nice. She was not very kind, um, which I'm not really surprised. <laughs> I've heard that from any yeah. person. She's just very like, mm. I'm like, really? Cause like, we're all like housewives. I know I'm, you know, from Dallas or whatever. And, you know, but I, I'm a pretty, like pretty good person. And I'm a pretty big deal in my own right. So I don't deserve to be treated like that. You know, it was just kind of very dismissive. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Right. You're like, we're, I have them at the same job you do. Right. Plus you know, career. 
you do have a career. Yeah. <laughs> I have the same job, but then I also have a career. <laughs> I'm not sure about Erica's career at this point, but. Well, she has like a singing career though. Is she still doing that? Well, I believe it was being funded in large part oh, by okay. Tom Girardi. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs, but she did, you know, she did dance a lot and she had that really cool hair team. Like I would, that'd be amazing to have that hair and makeup squad. Yeah. They still like, seem I had to, to be I around. had to blow this shit out. Oh yeah, that they were there when I, when I met them. Like I've been running around doing first day of school crap with my kid all day. I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, oh my God, let me hurry up and dry my hair real quick. I mean, this is what you get. You get mom hair. But, you, look, uh, you know, I you look you. fine to yeah, me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But you know, I'd love to have that team, that team of people that she has. I would love to have that team. Right. Who wouldn't? Or just like, you know, someone that comes in and here's like, here's your clothes for today. And we're going to take them away at the end of the day. And that's really my dream is just to have different clothes. Yeah. Because I mean, then I wouldn't have stuff, you know, like flung all over. Like today I kind of did like a, a sweep of just trying to pick up all the stuff and throw it in the hamper over there. And, you know, it's just like, but it looks Somebody so organized. just organized my shit. It's not, I promise. I mean, some of it is. My bags are, my shoes are pretty organized. But like, over there is a lot of things. There's That's a lot of not. Things. What, <laughs> what is going on in lemon plastic surgery these days? Uh, lemon Avenue. So we are. Lemon Avenue. Lemon, yeah, Lemon Avenue is doing great. We are moving and grooving. We have, I think, seven nurse injectors right now. Um, plus we have. Um, uh, two laser technicians and then Mark's operating. Uh, so it's fantastic. Nurse injectors, nurse practitioners, PAs, you know? Um, and so it's great. I think we're looking at another location that'll be outside of Dallas. Um, so that's exciting. And, you know, maybe type of franchise situation. We'll see. I mean, it's a lot of work. You know, we have a lot of employees, even just at Lemon Avenue. It's a lot going Dallas. on. It's a lot. Any, I was in Dallas for a hot second. I'm friends with Jen Davis and I went to her birthday party, oh, but it wasn't in so Dallas. Sweet. She's so sweet. Like everyone was supposed to be there, Cam and all them, but it was outside Dallas at some hotel. I don't know where. Okay. Yeah. You would, if you would like, it's what you're thinking. It's some big hotel outside. And like, like that's, that South Fork thing. No, Yeah, it's no, but it wasn't. It was some like destination hotel, not far from mm. Dallas, but far enough that at the end of the day, Cam was like, I'm not coming. And then Carrie didn't come. But the next time I'm actually in Dallas, I will stop. Oh, you by. better come see me. Listen, honey, you, you don't need to, to tell a gay man twice that. I mean, I come get see me. I will I mean, do look. all the, I mean, you look great. Your That's because good. yeah, this is yeah. lasting for a while. No, it looks good. Yeah. It looks good. I mean, um, yeah, I would do maybe a little, little cheek, little jaw, but I mean, you've got, you've got, I could good, use a you've little. got good, just a tiny, tiny bit. A little pick me up. Just a little. Just a little judging. That's when people go too far. That's when it starts to look strange. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah, one of those can't... people. No, me either. I mean, my clients, like my patients, and that's what we pride ourselves on, you know, like at Lemon, we're I love natural. Like my patients who come to me, like they all want to look like I don't want to look like a blow up doll. I want to look like myself. Again, it's about being real, right? Inside and out. And I mean, yes, I have Botox, I have some filler, whatever. But wait, I got my eyes done too. It was better oh, wow. in October. Um, but you know, it's fantastic. I love it. I love what I do. I, I just want no movement in my forehead. That is where I'm like, I don't no, care if it's fake. Like, s- some people like yeah. the movement. I don't like any no. movement at all. 
Same. It's great, isn't it? Like, that's mm. why you probably love what you do. Do you do your I own love Botox? What I do. do you, you inject sometimes. yourself? I'm sure. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, if, if I have a nurse around, you know, one of my, it's nice because we have a lot of nurses that so we can all kind of help each other. Are there any trends that you're seeing now? Like, I know M Sculpt. I tried M Sculpt. Like, that was a, I that's love a M Sculpt. It really oh, does I work. I, I I'm going. I'm going to do it with tomorrow because I can't work out tomorrow, so I'm going to do it. It makes my abs like they would never look this good in a million years. And I work. I work out. You know, I work out really hard. I love. I'm yeah, workout fiend. Like out. and hard ass workouts. But it will not. This would not look like that without sculpt. And I would say I'm doing a lot. Like I do a lot of liquid facelifts. You know, I do a lot of kind of women who are 40s, 50s trying to stave off having a facelift. So I do a lot of like liquid facelifts with, with fillers. That's kind of my personal forte. Um, all of our injectors kind of have something different that we all kind of, you know, I mean, specialize in or, you know, love to do. So I'm big on like the full face and that's balancing, you know, that's what I'm into. I'm just like, you hold off on the knives as long as humanly yeah. possible. Yeah. For sure. And get, and then you get one really good facelift and be done. That's you know? all. I want one. Mm-hmm. Same. Not yet, but let's do no. the liquid. Oh my God. You're young. I went to you someone who does like all the New Jersey doc, all the New Jersey housewives. And mm-hmm. I went and I mean, I was going to pay. I was like, I was going to get some discount like under my eyes. And he was like, I will not do anything on you. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, go home. That's a good doctor. Great. I, yeah, I know. Listen, the minute I've always said that the minute someone says no to me, I'm like, I will be like, that's a great doctor. Totally. Yep. And that's how I was my patients. Like I, you know, I always err on the side of conservative, especially under eye, under eye, you can have so many problems with under eye filler. That's one of those things that I, I mean, I specifically has to be a specific patient. And usually I mix it with platelet rich fibrin and like all different, like diluted out. Um, I love you it. don't want to have a problem. Yeah. What's going on with Duber table. You have to bring that back at some <sighs> point. God, I know. We, I mean, I know, you know you're what, busy. what's going on is we were in Switzerland for, for three weeks and then, and before that, and then I took Zuri to Disneyland and Mark's operating a ton and I've been working a ton, but we will, we will hopefully we can get one, get a, like a day where we do a bunch of them and just get it get him out there you guys are table so is fun well he's amazing he's in there cooking right now he's making my dinner <laughs> well that's the thing you could do a travel show you can do a cooking yeah, show i know a travel cooking show like that that'd be fun too like i i always think that's a great idea is like going to like like when i go to zurich and and you know we see like the local like fair that they have, you know, they'll have the, all the local fresh fruits and vegetables out. And then you can like go and like pick all these new different vegetables and cook with them. Like, I, I think that's super cool too, is to be able to cook different things in different places, different countries with different produce. And it's interesting. That's gotta be a better way to come back to TV than housewives. Right. I think probably for me. Yeah. I mean, you'll be with your husband. You won't be fight. You know, you might right? fight, but you won't be fighting. Well, like- we'd fight, but it wouldn't, it'd be all, you know, it'd be all real. Uh, everybody fights with their husband. If they don't, they're lying. But you won't have anyone <laughs> accusing him of being gay or anything like that. It no, just be, you I, know? I, right. It would be just actual real shit that we're fighting about. So that, that would be fine. I would be completely fine with that. I'm happy to fight with him on TV. <laughs> doesn't exactly. bother me at all as long it, as it's real 
Is there anything else you want to discuss or leave us with? I always feel like I bring up my own agenda, but I like to give people a chance at the end. Oh, I mean, just thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody, you know, listening and, and, and hanging out with us and hopefully I'll, you know, be back in some other format at some point and I'll be at Lemon Avenue until then. And, you know, working away, making Dallas beautiful. Back on our TVs. Yes. Everyone could stop by Lemon Avenue, plastic surgery before that. I really will come next time I'm in town for real. Yeah, for sure. Come. Yeah. And we'll be doing some some TV stuff, so not to worry. and, And we'll be back just in a different capacity. So. I love it. Where yeah. can everyone find you online that wants to find um, you? You can find me at Carrie Duber. So C-A-R-Y, a little tricky, D-E-U-B-E-R um, on IG. Um, and then you can also find us at Lemon Avenue Plastic Surgery and Laser Center. Um, and we're here. And then Mark Duber, Dr. Mark Duber. If you want. Boobs by dibs. If you want, if you know, come see us. He's trying it. to pick the lock into the closet. I, I can hear who knows who that's going to be. You're like, you can't get in. Uh, it's a little bit. Come say my kiddo. Everyone who doesn't really think you have this a lock. Right. Hi. Yes, no, I really had a lock. I have a lock in my, in my closet. And I'm just, so jealous. Type the code in. So she knows the I'll lock. I'll be out in a minute. Just yes, give her she knows the combination. So she'll be borrowing your clothes and like, you know. I'm going to need to change the code. Bye. Yeah. You just have to put to like there are meds and all certain stuff everywhere. Mm. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. She'll, for sure. She'll, she'll go for that. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to be under lock and key. I love it. Uh-huh. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Like closing out well, the thank Dallas Thank you for legacy. having me. Yes. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Keep in touch and we'll talk. I'm not going to change the code. I'm kidding. She's I like, will. Oh we will gosh. keep in touch. She's like, no, I want to get to your shoes and your right. bags. <laughs> I-, I can hear her in the background being like, please don't. You're not changing anything. She's like, don't change the code. She oh has good God. hearing. Yeah, she, <laughs> she does. She does. Uh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And yeah, closing out Dallas and yeah, I'll see you around. We'll you be are back. the official one that we are closing out Dallas with. Yes, keep in touch. Thank and you. I will let you know when I'm in town and I'll send you this yeah, when it please. comes out. I yeah. will. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Come see me. I will. Seriously. This was fun. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye, babe. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, 
go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.